You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. Even before you start, that was a preemptive shh. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. I already had someone created in my image. He's evil and he wants to take over the world. And he fits easily into most overhead storage bins. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy May 22nd. 1.36 p.m. Happy 1.36 p.m. Happy 1.36 p.m. It's a very important day. <laughs> um, May 22nd will be a day that haunts me for the rest of my days. <laughs> but before that, I want to let you all know that actually this week, this Wednesday, in two days, on May 24th, we, the station, will be at Cedars at 66th and Pioneers for Give to Lincoln Day. We'll be there, all of our local shows, 6 to 6, um... It's time when, when everyone in Lincoln is asked to make a donation towards the organizations that are critical to care, support, and spirit of our great city. In Lincoln, more than 300 kids don't have a home, and 3,000 more suffer from homelessness. They need your help. A gift to Cedars makes an immediate impact on Lincoln's kids. So go to givetolincoln.com to donate and specify where, you're, where you'd like your funds to go. And they, we would all love if you would choose Cedars if you're able. Once again, Cedar's mission is to help children and youth achieve safety, stability, and enduring family relationships. So this Wednesday, May 24th, at Cedar 66th and Pioneers, from 6 to 6 p.m., 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., we as a station will be down at Cedar's. So stop on by, forgive to Lincoln Day, say hi to us, uh, make a donation, have some fun. We'll all be talking, uh, chopping it up. It'll be a blast. Again, Wednesday, May 24th, 6A to 6P. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, looking forward to it. But before that, I'm going to cry a little bit. <laughs> As today, my favorite basketball player of all time decided to, to hang him up. Yes. Carmelo Anthony has retired from the NBA, and we should all be sad. He's passing the torch on to his son. His son. Keon Anthony, who I believe <laughs> is a sophomore in high school. But he does have offers already. He does. He's which is good. Really good. Yeah. He's real good. We'll see where he ends up. He's going to be better than Bronny, who is going to USC. He has an offer from Illinois, so I'm hoping that they meet in the Big Ten someday. I well, I don't think Bronny's going to play. You're Bronny right. Yeah, you're you're not right. Yeah, you're not right. Because I was because because I thought when he committed to USC, I was like, ah, Bronny goes to the Big Ten, just like everybody thought he would, because Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, but then come to find out that he'll be playing this next season, they'll still be in the Pac-12. So he'll play his one season in the Pac-12 and then be gone. Boo. So we will never get to see Bronny James. Lace him up against Ohio State. Unless, of course, he's not good his first year. Not as good, maybe. Or if, like, he doesn't play at all. But then again, Kyrie Irving played four games for Duke and was still drafted number one overall. Yeah, I mean, and there's guys that, like, are overhyped, I suppose, or whatever term you want to use going into into college. Um, If you're, like, ranked top ten going in, and he is, he's, like, borderline top ten going in, then you might as well... (laughs) <laughs> just go the next year. I mean, I, almost regardless of what happens, and that's that's g- generally the case. Mm-hmm. So I don't, th- yeah, I don't think he's going to stick around. But oh well, I highly doubt it. He'll I, he's going to play a decent amount at USC his first year. He'll play good enough to to be drafted in the first round somewhere. I don't think he'll be a lottery pick unless somebody wants to take that chance and get LeBron James with that with him because mm-hmm. that's he wants to play with his son. So wherever he goes, LeBron's going to time this out where he has one year left on his contract with the Lakers. Wherever he ends up going, Bron's going with him. So if somebody wants to make some money and have a father-son duo playing on their team, 
that would be the route to go because I don't think you make it to the playoffs with a, what, how old is he, 38, so f- almost 40 or possibly 40-year-old LeBron James. I don't think you make the playoffs with him and Bronny leading your squad. So Not leading, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're drafting in the lottery and you decide to take Bronny, I mean, yeah. if you're drafting end of the first round, if you're just this year, if you're the Denver Nuggets and you have a chance to get Bronny and LeBron James, do you do it? Do you do that, or do you just keep the team that you have, take somebody who might actually contribute in a way that you don't need Bron? Like, if you don't need Bronny, you don't just take him to get LeBron. I don't know. The NBA is so weird because it's so reactionary. Like, <laughs> the top teams are all firing their head coaches. So, if everything's a failure, if you don't win a championship, maybe you do if you're in the background. You know, try to mix it up. Uh, but probably not. I, I, I mean, your point's well taken. I do want to ask you this. You're, if I'm Cleveland, I'm doing it. Yo, know, Cleveland, absolutely. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring him back home. One more time. <laughs> do you uh, – you're too old to, to, to find a new favorite player. Like yes. no one's ever going to be as your favorite Nobody player will be Carmelo Anthony. Nobody will be. Do you think that somebody I will have I will have players that I truly enjoy watching. Yes. But I will not have another favorite player. You cannot player. call them favorites. They, no. If Carmelo did not exist uh, or you know whatever. What I'm asking you is do you think that at your age you could have a favorite player anymore? Like not not saying you don't have like a favorite mm-hmm. that's playing, mm-hmm. but could it ever beat one of your childhood guys you grew up with type of thing? I I, I don't think, think so. you can. Yeah. I think I think once your your if your favorite player plays long enough, once they retire, that you can't pick That's kind of the end of it. That's it. That's your favorite yeah. player forever until you die. And you like it's it's this isn't the the same conversation of like are you told to wear a guy's jersey I don't you know wear a fan I don't, I don't care what you do wear I don't jerseys care. Yeah. I think jerseys are cool like if you like jerseys I'd wear a Tatum he's younger than me I don't care yeah um so it, it's not that it's just that I do think that like I don't think that my favorite player is gonna be playing in fifteen years like you know what I mean like I'm gonna like learn of this guy that's gonna become my favorite mm-hmm. player because you just don't have the same connection you do to your you know your childhood and growing up with those players mm-hmm. like you're growing I was in. What third, going into fourth grade when Carmelo Anthony was drafted, and really, so somebody asked me on a text and I said, "Is he your favorite player because he played for the Knicks, or is it just your favorite player?" I feel like most people would associate Melo with the Nuggets. Um, most people associate him with the Knicks, actually. That is interesting um, debate. But he is my favorite player because I found out he was Puerto Rican. <laughs> That's why. And no, like, okay. I don't remember how old I was when yeah. I found out he has a Puerto Rico tattoo on like his hand, and nice. I, was, I like saw it in a picture, and I was like, yes, yes, that's it, that's the one. And then I went back and watched like some of his high school tape and stuff because obviously I wasn't watching him play in high school when I was in like first grade. <laughs> um, so I went back, watched that, and I got to see him play in Denver, not like live, but like watched him play in Denver on TV, mm-hmm. and I was just like, that's it, that's my favorite player, and that was it. That's how it started, and I was, I'm still like a low key Nuggets fan. But mostly a Knicks fan. Like once he went to New York, I was like, "This is it. This is I'm all in." So you like, you like went back and chose Syracuse as your favorite team. You didn't like go through that ride. Nope, I didn't. I wasn't watching college basketball yeah. up until then. I went back and watched that, and I was like, "This yes. is it. This yes. is the school." Magical run. I always tell you that's my one of my favorite college basketball teams, and just like runs through the tournament. I think we've had, uh, you know, since the turn of the century or whatever. Shout out Hakeem Work and Jerry McNamara. Shout out Hakeem Work. <laughs> <laughs> Always thought Jerry McNamara was going to be the next head coach of Syracuse. Guess I was wrong. <laughs> I guess. Where is he? What is he doing? He's the uh, assistant. He's the associate head coach. Oh, the okay. Assistant coach. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I thought he was going to get the job as soon yeah. as Beheim retired because he's been there for a while. And I was like, oh yeah, obviously you hand it off to him. Nope, I was wrong. Yeah, that's too bad. I oh, would well. like to see. That. I'm not mad at it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, well. 
as somebody said, Gorilla Bear said, everyone associates Mello with the Nuggets. I Who th- do you associate him with? <sighs> That's really hard because he was on that NBA Live with the Nuggets. And he was, was on both teams that was for one of the, best NBA the lives. same amount of time. He, he was, started with yeah. the Nuggets. He got them to the furthest he's gone in the playoffs was with the Nuggets. Yes. They got to the Western Conference Finals, lost in six games to the Lakers. Damn you, Trevor Ariza. <laughs> uh, he brought the Knicks back to prominence. Yes. Uh, got them to a second round exit against the Indiana Pacers. Damn you, Roy Hibbert. Um, and then bounced around from teams to team after that. Yeah, that's really it's an interesting question. Like, if he had to retire, which one would he? I think he would do New York. Um, I don't know if Denver welcomes him back as with open arms the same way New York does. That's I, th- I think that's part of it. Is that mostly because they was kind gave of an ugly number away. Yeah, it's kind of an ugly walk. You know, get away, getting away from the Nuggets where he pretty much demanded his way out mm-hmm. of there. See, that's the the bad part is like I I think his number might get retired in New York. I don't see it getting retired in Denver, although I think it I think it should be. The problem is they gave it to somebody else and that person turned into a two time <laughs> MVP. Well I think I think that this is gonna be a rare case where you can retire both I think that jerseys, not necessarily numbers. Yeah. I think that happens in places where they yeah. you know, they have somebody who was a legend and this is like before all of this. They give the you know, somebody who was a legend, they give the number to somebody else and then turns out like that person was a legend. So they retire that number, but then the other person gets grandfathered in and mm-hmm. then that person becomes a legend. So then you have have two number, two of the same numbers retired, yeah. just with different names. Yeah, it'll look a little bit funny in the rafters, but you know, that's that's two of your best team, you know, players of all time. Yeah, it's weird because when I do think of the Nuggets, I do think of like, like when they brought Chancey Billups in and like uh, Allen Iverson, just like kind of failed experiments toward the they end. They brought Allen Iverson in and they made it to like the second round each time. Then they they got rid of Allen Iverson and brought Chauncey in, and that's when they went to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird thing. The Chauncey one was more successful than the Allen Iverson one, but the Allen Iverson one was that one was fun. And that was like that was light blue Nuggets era. That those was, light blue those Nuggets good. jerseys were yes. those are one of the best jerseys in NBA history. The Nuggets are really good about pretty much all throughout their history of having fire they have great jerseys. jerseys. Yeah, they're really good at it. They need to go back to the rainbow ones. Yes. Those ones are cool. Those I don't care what nice. anybody says. Yeah. Those are awesome. Alex English. I honestly don't really like the ones that they have now where it's the circle and it says like Denver Nuggets yeah, or whatever. Eh. I like they're they've right. grown on me. Yeah. But I still not a not a fan of them. Like the pickaxes and stuff. Yeah. It's I like fine. the pickaxes. Yeah. I just don't like the circle around it. Bring back the light blue jerseys. Bring back the light blue jerseys. <laughs> that needs to be a city edition. Next, they need to bring they need to bring Mello back for not not even a jersey retirement, just like an honoring thing. Just honor him and wear the light blue jerseys. See, that's how they could do it. Hang the fifteen in the banners, light blue for Carmelo, and then you know modern for Jokic. yeah, whatever for Jokic. Yeah, perfect, mm, perfect. We figured it out. There you go, Denver. <laughs> You're welcome for the idea. Yes. Um, before we get out, since I'm sad. Now it's your turn to be sad. Oh, okay. Your Boston Celtics are down 3 I'm very sad, yeah. What's uh, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Well, they apparently aren't even motivated to play. Uh, you know, they were they're a good – this is a team that's kind of frustrating because they're – I mean, they're really deep. They they're, they're really – you know, they have a lot of the pieces that you would need, um, and they're just not getting it done. But they – 
they've played in a lot of game sevens the last couple of years. <laughs> like when I say the Celtics, if the Celtics are the best team in the East and they were close to doing it back to back years, so you would put them, you know, right in that conversation. It, 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 it never was by a mile. You know what I mean? Like it's always, they're always fighting and gutting it out mm-hmm. with the heat last year, uh, with the bucks in the past with, you know, with the 76ers went to game seven. So it always kind of feels like they, they've got room to grow. I, I don't know if this is the right coaching situation. Obviously, that was a mess the last you know year plus, um, and it, it's a clear mismatch right now. Um, but at the same time, you just you need your stars to step up, and I, I'm I'm frustrated more so by the reaction and and worried about the reaction because there are people that want to break up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and to me this is this is this is they're just about to get their their prime like. Don't give up on it now. I understand mm-hmm. it didn't work, but the Celtics consistently with that group are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Again, that's why I hate why it's so reactionary, and I understand why. I'm, I'm like I'm as frustrated about they're they're probably going to get swept. I mean, they don't have any life left in them. But he lost a lot. He, he lost the locker room. That's he, what he said. Yeah, he even said he lost the locker room. <laughs> it's usually is it something you say out loud because no. that's what Houston's coach said, and then he got fired. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that he, he's going to get fired, yeah. but you don't really want to. Put it out there that you lost the locker, and he's a rookie head coach, and so maybe the you know these mistakes you know or whatever. I but I I think they got to go out and find. There's so go get Budenholzer. I mean, there's so many good coaches yeah. out there right now. Nick Nurse, yeah, anybody, yeah. There's a million. Doc Rivers reunion, hey. maybe not quite that one. Ah. <laughs> but over Missoula, sure. I Retire mean. Doc Rivers. That's it. <laughs> That's right. Just retired. Just retired. <laughs> End of conversation. That's it. No, no, no. Number, I like, I like Doc Rivers, Rivers, just not in game sevens or, you know. Okay, so, when bring, him in, the so bring him in. As soon as you get a lead in the series, you are the associate head coach. You're no longer the head coach. Just demote him immediately. And then you might win. We'll see what yeah. happens. Uh, that's going to do it for the second segment. We're going to bring in Stricken Austin for the Chris crossover with the On the Block fellas. Uh, we'll be right back. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.